Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and joining me through Discord, it is uh, my co-producer, partner in crime, the greatest of all time. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Hello. Um, welcome back. <laughs> it's been literally 24 hours. And we're, yeah, we're back. yeah, literally. Yeah, pretty much exactly, Mom. We uh, we had uh, quite a bonanza of an episode last week, so we decided to cut it into two parts. Uh, my OCD will decide later whether this is episode seventy-eight or not, but uh, mm. that's not the time. <laughs> it should be seventy-seven point. Yeah, is it? But seventy-seven and a half. But does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> we don't yeah, have protocol. It. We don't have protocol in pe- place for shit like this. My no, mind is No, because we need crazy. to put the episode numbers in, in place for the week, or we could name it something different. This could be number one for extras. Um, well, uh, my we'll figure this out. T T TBD TBD TBT TBD. Oh man. Yeah, we're in a. Oh man. Yeah. By the way, this is the last episode we're recording out of this room or at least i am uh, i am moving Jeez. so we're getting a new stewed hopefully when things go back to normal we'll be behind a little bit of a different backdrop the books will probably still be in the same place but um yeah you say this we thing <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean by we us as a team via 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 discord for a minute and then uh we'll maybe mm. Mm, we have to, to, for, to the Rona I'm trying down, not huh? to spoil our plans, Joshua. Okay, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess we should get uh, keep it going along. Um, here are the plugs. Uh, we are at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. Know what time it is? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can follow Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. He couldn't be here because apparently he's very popular, <laughs> and he has a lot. He has a lot of it in his social cal- calendar to get to, so uh, he won't be joining us today. But uh, you can find him to follow him there. Check out his Twitch stream. That's probably what he's doing. Is uh, it's punchline twitch twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, we are not on YouTube anymore, so uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you wherever you find podcasts. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City because I'll be posting the videos up there. Because I don't think anybody, I don't think Shueisha is monitoring the gram. So as far as I know, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll have highlights from this episode and yesterday's and all that jazz. So follow us at New Jump City. And uh, keep an eye out because we will have a YouTube channel again one way or another. Um, so with that being said, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com for any questions, suggestions. You can't comment anymore. So email us if you want to. Uh, and we'll read your email on the show if you want. Let us know. Um, we, we would love to do a little bit of a fan mail thing. My mouse keeps uh, disconnecting and reconnecting and it's driving me crazy. But we're going to have to fight through that as we Randomized. Boruto. Um, this is Boruto chapter 50, Potential Value. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> it is. This is a really long chapter to prove one point. <laughs> is it? Is it to prove a point, this whole thing? Um, last we left off on Boruto, um, the uh, 
Boruto was able to teleport uh, himself, Naruto, and Sasuke over to a different dimension with uh, with Ishiki Otsutsuki. Um, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Now they're about to fight him. Uh, you know, they explain like, cool, I, I was able to use my teleporting powers. It was pretty sweet. And then um, mm. Ishiki wastes no time. He just like immediately like, man, fuck this. I'm going after you. And uh, Naruto steps up and uh, he just throws a regular punch. <laughs> but that doesn't work. Because uh, Ishiki just teleports away like he's too fast. He grabs Boruto and just levitates him into the sky. Um, and is just like holding he, him down. Like yeah, and he's like, hmm, your Otsusukification has not completed yet, Boruto. And I'm like, I, this is a long word. <laughs> it's a lot of syllables for what's going on there. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, he's just holding him, and then that's when Sasuke uses his uh, his uh, op op fruit powers apparently to switch places with Boruto. Uh, oh my god, uh, Boruto! Yeah, he's space time. He's space time. Yeah, on. I know it's not an asshole, but <laughs> get get with it. It's the Sharingan. It's the Sharingan. Anything uh, is possible. Yeah, he has Ishiki in his like face, but he uses a regular ass Chidori to fight him, and I'm like, bro. The fact that they're not like busting out their like Susanu and Nine Fox Zords. Like, come on! Like, just because it's all dumb and doofy doesn't mean that it's not the most powerful. Like, you gotta yeah. use it, buddy. That's that's Kishimoto's fault. Yep, you can be mad at him that they went that route. Yeah, it's buddy. like you guys fought these guys before, and it took all of your power to like be one of them. So might as well just like from the from from the jump, just do the thing, you know. Yeah, and didn't they fight one of these guys in a movie anyway? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just like they've already yeah. have experience. Why are they acting brand new, so to speak? Um, yeah, yeah, Boruto. That's why Boruto. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Naruto's like run. <laughs> Naruto's like run, Boruto, or he'll kill you. Boruto does not do so. He just kind of stands no. there. No, um, he says, "Um, I think my judgment's a little bit better than yours, Dad." <laughs> I am. Not as I am a ten, nine-year-old boy, so you know that is my credentials. Um, mm-hmm. So Ishiki is basically like, "Yeah, I'm not even going to bother teleporting back to the village. I'll just stay here and keep fighting you guys and uh, take." Get I can see the way he's going to kill him. I mean, yeah. It was cool. I wasn't about to argue about how how stupid it sounded or weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to see no hostage situations with people having to. You get it. I want to yeah. see a clean fight. Yeah, a nice clean fight. Um, yeah, so we teleported them to Nami, <laughs> and they started busting up mountains. Yeah, well, not yet, but they will. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kawaki's having a full sad boy moment where he's like <laughs> sitting there, just like naked, falling into the abyss, thinking like, remembering why uh, why Ishiki like marked him with karma, and it's because it's like you're a very sad, sad boy. <laughs> That's why I made you. That's why I put karma in you because you don't have anything else otherwise in your life to occupy any kindness or love. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, you didn't have to roast the boy as well. Imagine being snatched up by aliens and then he's like, at the same time, he's also like, haha, we caught you because you're a lonely boy. You're alone and you're destroying your self esteem along with it. I guess I'd be like numb to it at a certain point, man. 
I guess your priorities. Really that sad. You gotta have your priorities in check. Uh, but yeah, he wakes up from his like Kingdom Hearts sad dream, and uh, he's in uh, this bunker with uh, with Amato and Shikamaru, and they're just monitoring the situation. Uh, they learn that Boruto and Naruto and Sasuke have left the dimension, so you know they're just like fuck. What do we do now? You know, they're just sitting around. There's nothing they really can do. Um, Kawaki notices for the first time that his mark is gone, and uh, Amato's like, "Yes, it was exactly as I planned." It really went really well. I, um, he, it's almost like he's a little shocked. He's like, mm, this is what we wanted. So, you know, because Ishiki, like, fully transformed in uh, in um, Jigen's body, that erases all of the other karma USB drives <laughs> in everybody oh, else's. Oh, yeah, because I definitely forgot how that works. So. Yeah. Cool, because yeah. they forced him to come out and be strong. That yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah, it was really cool. I actually did. Yeah, like they that teleported the real fire from the land of the fire. That was pretty. It's pretty lit. It's um, pretty lit. Yeah. Yeah, but Kawaki, ever the optimist, is like, well, Kawaki. <laughs> Kawaki. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, so, but he's planning to implant another karma in me. So I guess I'm not so free, am I, smart guy? And I'm like, all right. As I guess <laughs> that's one that that's one way to look at it, Kawaki. <laughs> so very sad and very pessimistic. Glass half empty. All right, Matt Murdock. You know that. Like we were like they're doing the glasses, is staring at him, and he's probably thinking like, <laughs> "Little boy, this was beyond you. It ain't even about you. Your, your little weak ass. We're mm-hmm. trying to just save the fucking world. You need to calm down. You might just be a motto. Maybe train <laughs> some dudes." That may be your spirit animal as a motto because he's just looking at you like, all right, but he's going to die in a couple days. His body can't handle it. So relax. I calm down. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically the rules. If, uh, if he can't implant Kawaki with a new karma, then like Ishiki will die in a couple days because this body is not strong enough to contain him. So this is like a temporary solution and on, on his and it part. It has to be Kawaki. I guess so. I mean, you know. These Naruto guys have to have these their specific boys. Orochimaru, he would not take another boy. Well, he did, actually. He took Oh, no, no, no. He couldn't give that up for nothing. Actually, Orochimaru did take somebody. Like I remember like he couldn't when he killed the third Hokage, he couldn't get to Sasuke anymore. He's like, fine, I'll settle for this sound rando or somebody. I think he I forgot who he took over. But he did take someone over. Oh, he did, man. It was somebody he had yeah. uh, locked up. It wasn't anybody of super important. Yeah, it wasn't like a actual character. But in a... He had to settle for them. It was funny. Yeah, but uh, Naruto finally goes full Ninetail Fox sage mode, and then he uses the, the Gomu Gomu no fo- Ninetail Fox fists, where he has like multiple fists, like, you know. Um, They keep fighting. Uh, It's a lot of fighting. It's It's cool, but, you know. It's it's not working really well. Uh, Amato eventually just unshrinks a bunch of cubes that he's just had lying around, and uh, they're moving cubes like you know in like video games. It's just these obstacles that you have to run past. That's what that was. Um. So yeah, they're now like they're in a little bit of a pickle. Things are a little more confusing on the battlefield, um, and uh, he try he he actually gets to Sasuke. Uh, he shrinks Sasuke's sword as he strikes him. And then he's like, I'm going to kill you first. And smacks the shit out of him. Beats him around with like his rod or whatever. And then 
he unshrinks his sword and like makes a stabbing motion but boruto comes through and uh he manages to rescue sasuke because the moment he grabs him uh ishiki hesitates which allows boruto to use a smoke bomb to get away um and it teleports him up to the top <laughs> and he's like haha we're safe now and it turns out that boruto is aware that for whatever reason uh ishiki is unable to kill boruto uh my guess is it's because um he doesn't want to like get in the way of uh ishiki's uh, of, Mom- of momoshiki's uh thing about just on some like 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 office turf type shit like yeah huh. i don't want no no bullshit from him so i'm yeah. racking him and just try to do me well what we're learning so, is that there seems to be an otsusuki bro code where it's like you can, you can't kill my karma people okay yeah don't okay. be a dick yeah it's just a, that's what they do like they're not about to just kill their own brother just because yeah you know it's All a right. little it's a sign of respect um but that's where the chapter ends is that everybody's like Oh, Boruto's smarter than he looks. And I'm like, I'm not that impressed. <laughs> it's, uh, I like how they keep trying to build Boruto up. And I'm like, he is not his father. His dad was way cooler at this age. I don't know. I'm still here just for Sasuke and Naruto. Hmm. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. But that was the end of the chapter. It was uh, it was fine. But, um, yeah. It was, very, it was cool. It was a good continuation. We'll see. What happens next? Um, that's all I got to say about Borto. Um, you want to move on? Yeah. God damn it, fucking mouse. <laughs> it's time to randomize. Venom. Venom number 28. Uh, what's it called? Venom Beyond Part 3. Oh, VGI went to uh, X Men. By the way, Exosaurus. No, you made your VGI uh, the Wally, the Speed Metal. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I said it was going to be. No, you said VGI. Got it. No way. That's a lie. We're gonna have to go back. I gave you the sound drop. I gave you the sound drop, and you didn't. And you didn't dispute. That was for RGC for. for no, no, that was for Speed Metal. I recall. I recall. All right, we're going to see. We're going to see. Well, anyway. Well, whatever. Text me when you find out. I'm not afraid of you. I was listening to it earlier. Check the record. I I ended the episode. I listen to every episode, dude. All right. We're going to see. So, Eddie Brock. Eddie Breezy. Eddie Breezy is... Uh, Breezy. Last we left off, E Breezy was, uh, was somehow teleported to a world where uh, Null has taken over everyone. And uh, <laughs> we're calling me Breezy from here on out. It's actually not Null. <laughs> it's not Null. Oh, well, I thought it was like, this is just his next in command. But, uh, I mean, isn't it Null? I mean, it might be. It might be. Yeah, that's why I figured is that like this guy is the day-to-day manager. I see what you mean. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant he was actually Null. I could be wrong, though. I mean... His name is uh, Exodus? Codex. 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 I'm so edge. <laughs> Code edge. Oh, Code yeah. edge. <laughs> he's he's he he's he's begging to cross over. He that that's been his plan. After he took over the world, he was like, I gotta figure out a way to cross over into DC's metal event. How can I wear? Cha- why do I? How can I get chains on my belt? Like, how can I have mm. like a utility belt, but also chains for no reason? Uh. 
So I will I will chainmail. Yeah. Spray paint it black. I want a cape. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> um, cover my mouth. Yeah, cover my edge. mouth because you know. Yeah, no one can see. We're just trying to make up for Brian's. Uh, yeah, I mean, for Brian's uh, 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 whistler absence. What What I should have done is I should have made an extra thumbnail with uh, Bri- with like Codex's face instead of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been us. Code Edge. Yeah, Code Edge. He is Code Edge. Yeah. He actually looks a lot like uh, uh, X. Whatever the dude, remember from Teen Titans in that episode with Robin? Was, Red X? Uh, yeah, Red X. Yeah. Yeah, kind of reminiscent. Yeah. So, so we cut to yeah. Codex's um, Codex's lair where he has a venomized Otto octopus, Otto Octavius. I mean, and I was say I was just wondering, was like, oh, I miss Otto. I haven't thought about Otto in a while, but I remember when we spent like two years with him as a main character of something. I miss that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's where he's the guy who's like in charge of infusing symbiotes to other people in this world. And uh, what they're doing is that they are um, they're trying to inject a symbiote into the virus guy that uh, that just attacked Venom, um, and uh, they're interrogating him. And he's like singing, he is talking. He's like, "Who said you?" He's like, "I don't. It wasn't fucking me. Whatever. But it was Eddie Brock." Snitched. Easy. Yeah, he sang his songs. Yeah, and I <laughs> thought he was way more 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 thorough than that. Nope, but apparently not. Uh, yeah, and uh, Codex is immediately like, Brock! He is tight. Uh, so, you know, he gets upset. And he's like, tell me everything. Meanwhile, in the sewer, Venom ran into this kind of like resistance force that is fighting against Codex's people. And uh, he's basically... Ta- one of them is uh, an alternate reality version of his uh, girlfriend and I guess Dylan's mom. Uh, yeah. Who survived in this universe. Uh, and this is a universe in which Eddie Brock, oh, Ibrizi committed suicide. Um, yeah, shot himself square in the head. In the, in the head. No, there was no symbiote to save him that time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right now she is teamed up with an alternate reality version of Peter Parker, uh, Cassius, uh, Cletus Cassidy, Deadpool, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this uh, Andy Benton. I, I'm not sure. Who this That's is. crazy. You don't know who that is. I feel like I remember the name. I think she's like one of the spider folk. I could be wrong. She's a big deal in the spider. <laughs> it's a big old deal. In the, spe- in the spider mythos. Probably an arrow person, like spider arrow. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Yeah. Eddie, e- breezy is, <laughs> e Breezy is immediately like, you have Cletus Cassidy here? That I just had a whole event dealing with this guy, man. And now you're his friend. Like he looks crazy right here in this panel. Uh, his eye is like bulging out, and uh, they're like, "Nah, he's cool in this universe. You have a, you have the lame one. You have the real mean one." Uh, but their reunion is broken up by uh, a, a bunch of symbiote folks just breaking in and uh, causing a scene. Yeah, well. Not, not just anybody. I mean, yeah, couple, you know, it's a uh, couple real ones. Yeah, Juggernauts. Uh, is Juggernaut. The thing. Wolverine is there. Omega the, Red. Omega Red. I was like, wow. <laughs> They're not playing around. <laughs> Damn. Oh, wow. Yo, I saw Juggernaut. I saw Wolverine. I'm like, all right, he has to be everywhere. But then they're like, Omega Red's here? Dude. <laughs> 
He's a vampire Damn, on top man. of it. <laughs> the vampire mutant ass symbiote? Damn. This guy's getting places. Unstoppable. But this uh now this ragtag team of uh resistance fighters are now fighting against the venomized uh Marvel characters. It's a big fight scene. It's pretty cool. Uh it ends with Deadpool having a suicide vest on and he's like, I'm gonna blow everything up. You know, make it easier for everybody to escape. So he does so. He blows up, everybody's free. And then we cut back to Codex's lab where we find out the identity of uh, the virus character that has been hunting Eddie Brock this entire time. And it turns out that uh, they infused a a symbiote within him and let him free. And it turns out that uh, it is actually Scorpion. Well, how did you feel about that, Chris? I was like, oh, (laughs) that was my that was my reaction. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know they had beef, but uh, yeah, he was in. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I oh, remember for ass. Yeah, absolute carnage. Yeah, he was like my back, but he saved him. Yeah, but he lost his legs. I think like he had to cut off his legs or something. I don't know. I don't actually remember. I just when that happened, I remembered he was in absolute carnage because he's yeah, only in absolute carnage for like a little bit. Like he's one of the Codex people that they had to save. So. He didn't really do all that much. He was just he's had as much role as like Captain America did because he was also a Codex guy, but yeah, he's pissed off and now he's a symbiote and he's going to go hunt after Eddie. Uh and uh meanwhile, Ebreezy is brought over to the uh this universe's version of Reed Richards, uh who is a crazy old man, uh, basically Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. uh you know, he introduces himself and um you know, he gets introduced to Dylan and that kind of fries his brain for a minute. And I'm like, hmm, why is that? And we'll actually find out in a minute. Um, but yeah, after they actually find out who his, what his name is, uh, his uh, his alternate reality girlfriend uh, is like, wait a minute, that's Dylan? Don't you know? Codex is Dylan. I didn't see it coming. I I, so, I also good job. <laughs> yeah, huh? I also didn't see it coming. And I, you know what it is? It's one of those twists where I'm like, I probably should have. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll hold that. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold. Yeah, got me. I hold this twist out. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Yeah, Venom continues to be great. Um, no, you know, it's uh, it's a very fun series. It's gonna be interesting to see like what comes of this. I get he this was one of the villains that was like teased in um the big Venom issue twenty five where he was like, This is what's gonna happen next, buy our book, you know, type of deal. So I'm um I'm happy with it. I'm here for it. Uh anything else to say before I move on, Josh? All right. Let us randomize. I hope he turns his sword into some gu- 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 guns. Dragon Ball Super. Oh, man. First of all, I want to say it is incredibly unfortunate. Why why, why am I saying that it's unfortunate right now? Because Brian isn't here to defend himself. (laughs) Yeah, so, and because Brian isn't here, I'm going to be a little bit more tame. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's here's our deal. We're going to dedicate a little bit of the next episode so Brian could explain himself. So I hope Brian, as our producer, listens to every episode because we expect him to come up with a full 
and reason like airtight legal defense as to why we shouldn't totally roast him right now. <laughs> airtight legal defense. We want we need like citations, all that shit. I don't know. We need a. Uh, we need papers, documents. He's, he's got some explaining to do. Yeah. Um, but this is a Dragon Ball Super Chapter 64, Son Goku, Galactic Patrol Officer. Um, last we left off, uh, the angel uh, Marus gave his existence so that Goku would have a chance to fight against uh, Moro. He basically destroyed the, the main big power sources of Moro. So he's unable to... Like, the copy, copy fruit yeah. and the... Yeah. Young, young fruit. Yeah, pretty much. So essentially, and it kind of ended in like what we in a very familiar way that happens with uh with these types of like transformation esque type chapters where Goku's just like standing there pissed off because he just loused his frame. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna give this chapter. Yeah, that's literally what happened. I'm gonna give uh-huh. this chapter a little credit, but I'll explain what I mean in a little bit. Uh, Goku just kind of like he's not angry you know he's just kind of like absorbed this information and is like it's okay I'm not fighting alone you know all this you know blah 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 you know I have friends and then he looked over to Jocko and he's like why did you join the Galactic Patrol and, and Gal- Jocko's like because I want to help preserve the galaxy peace in the galaxy also the uniform school he's like yeah Marius felt the same way um, and, uh, yeah, that's when like, he's, he's like, right now I'm a galactic patrol agent. So I'm going to fight like a galactic patrol agent. So what, um, Goku does is that he just steps up to Moro. Moro's tight. <laughs> Moro's like, you fucking destroyed my head crystals. You fucking asshole. And, uh, Go- Goku's just like, stand back, Jocko. I'm about to transform. And uh, mm. he does his little energy thing. Super Saiyan Fire? No. Uh, he does his like little energy type thing. Um, you know, it powers up. Like, let's do the thing. And uh, as uh, everybody's looking on, they're just like, wow, it's actually happening. <laughs> we can. Uh, it looks like he's actually going to master Ultra Instinct form. Didn't he master it already in the tournament arc? No, he he used it by accident in the tournament arc. Uh, he never really mastered it. Like that was like a one-time thing, and he's been able to access it a couple times. Uh, in clutch moments when he really needs to. Yeah, in uh, in yeah. very clutch moments. Um, so everyone's looking onward, and um, now we finally get a glimpse of uh, Ultra Instinct Goku mastered. Um, it's not the it's not any different from the form that we've already seen. Mm-hmm. You know. It looks cool. I mean, for what it is. But it's stronger than Super Saiyan Red and Blue. Yeah, it's not really like a Super Saiyan form. That's the thing. Yeah, it's a. It's basically observation hockey. He gets. Um, okay. So um, he's he's just like, haha! Now I will defeat you with my cool silver hair. It looks cooler, I guess, in color. You know, when he has like the white and silver aura. Yeah. It's pretty cool, but um, Moro shook. He's like backing off, like this power, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> New make it. So you know, then this, we 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 know what's about to happen. Yeah, if you've if you watch Dragon Ball, you could pretty much play bingo with what happens next. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh b1 would be like villain is like i don't give a fuck i'm still gonna blast you with my thing and then goku immediately just is like nope <laughs> so if that's your like top left square in dragon ball bingo uh it's good good for you you got it and you know he proceeds to spend the next couple of pages really just socking it to to this guy um just really just beating the living shit out of morrow like he wasn't like he wasn't just giving him that same exact work yeah prior with no issues yeah not one yeah beerus and um and we are like wow we're impressed you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um go he's like why did you what did you do this how are you dodging like this and goku explains what ultra instinct kind of is it's just like it's mostly like his body just kind of takes over on instinct as the name suggests so i guess it's like a sixth sense type of deal where he just his body moves in such a way that nobody can hit him i don't know some weird zen shit (laughs) you know what it is they can't just make a super saiyan god super saiyan five blue Super Saiyan Green Boy. So, you know, they got to give him the power outside of the Super Saiyan. Uh, Moro just, like, you know, powers up. He His power is so immense that he causes uh, craters. Well, at, first of all, we get this one splash pace where Goku just, like, blasts him in the gut really hard. And that's when Moro decides to just, like, explode. You know, the, his power is such that like it creates it causes magma to spur from the underground uh and we're supposed to be wow. like <laughs> yeah. just to be like wow damn that's pretty epic yeah but that's still not enough goku just easy peasy just like kicks the shit out of his face it takes a lot of effort to like kick someone in the face so moro's really getting served right now um, yeah you gotta be accurate and on point it's like you gotta make that read it's a call out yeah, it's, a, it's like your face gonna be right there with my feet. Yeah, my the bottom half of me has to reach the very top of you. So if you're not seeing this coming, I'm gonna destroy you. Um, but yeah, he kicks him into a. <laughs> this is my. This is, I actually kind of laughed at this moment. Like he <laughs> kicks him into a, a big mountain thing, and then a rock just falls on him, like plankton from SpongeBob. <laughs> uh. And he's just like, help me. <laughs> he like begs for mercy. He's like, please don't kill me. <laughs> it is kind of funny. You know? <laughs> and uh, Goku's at that point. He's like, hey, Jocko, he was sentenced to death, right? And Jocko's like, yeah, could you do that? <laughs> could you do us the favor? And then you life? take care of me, please. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I don't care. And uh, he says, in that case, let me fight him as an earthling from here on. He rips off his shirt. <sighs> Man. Yeah. And uh, Beerus is like, I got a bad feeling about this. And that's where the chapter ends. Well, here's the deal. I don't understand. And you can go ahead. I just wanted to say that. I don't, I don't get it. Last time we talked at uh, about Dragon Ball, we had this moment where Goku just kind of like reiterated his philosophy. It's something we've always known about Goku, but it's like 
it's a little refresher is that Goku doesn't kill people, not out of sense of altruism, but you know, so it's uh so he could constantly like test like he's so sure that like by letting people live, he takes on the burden that if they come back, he has to be strong enough to like keep them away again. Um, I see. It pushes him to train more. I yes, get it. Yes. Really selfish, but sure. Yeah, Goku's always been. It's like consistent. That's the thing. That's like that's the credit yeah. I'll give it is that it's consistent with Goku's character, and I like it to a degree. It separates him from like. Goku's always rode this line of nobility and uh, and just being a selfish uh, Saiyan warrior. Um, and I don't know. I think, like, sometimes I feel like over the course of Super that, like, thing has skewed over to, like, the more selfish Saiyan guy. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you see these moments where, like, his philosophy is consistent. Um, but overall, like, Goku's... The, th- the problem with, like, Super, to me, is that these characters are done for the most part you know what i mean like there's no yeah development left well, except for vegeta unless it's straight combat unless it's yeah straight, well like super vegeta. has done wonders for vegeta i feel like except for like this very arc where they just decided to disrespect him again you know what it's like yeah brian, yeah, brian. you know what it's like it's like from uh, food wars megumin how we were always yeah. like she keeps losing and losing and losing but like her story is that like she came from being the, one of the worst students and just like upped her skills until the point where she can be a competitive chef. But in the at the end of the day, she still loses. You know, it's a lot like that. Yeah. Where there's no like fucking uh satisfaction in that, you know. And you know, with Goku himself, like we, he's already done everything. He's a very simple character and I think his arc's done. Super is just kind of like beating a dead horse to say, to to be completely honest. Um, and I love Dragon Ball, you know, I grew up with it. I was like obsessed with it as a kid, but I'm also, yeah. like, I would, I probably would have enjoyed it if I was younger. Like this wouldn't have bothered me at all if I was younger. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Like, this is all I want from Dragon Ball. This would have been so lit. I would have been like, oh man, he's Super Saiyan White. <laughs> yeah. He's Super he's Saiyan Super White. Saiyan stuff, now that's so cool. Yeah. No one could really, no one could beat him. Yeah. I, it's not bad. It's just like, all right, we've seen this before, you know? But um, yeah, that was Dragon Ball Super. Any any more thoughts before uh, we move on? Nada, Brian, you were wrong. <laughs> Brian, prepare yourself because we're gonna have a segment where you defend Dragon Ball Super. Um, but anyway, it is time to randomize. It's a very good drop, Doctor Stone. Yeah. Uh. Our final manga for the week. Uh, this is Dr. Stone chapter 166, Ultimate Night. Uh, last we left off, you know, the air the uh, air combat battle was happening. Uh, yeah, they were giving it up pretty filthy. Yeah, and um, the, ground, the submarine soldiers attacked the Perseus, much to the dismay of the people in the Perseus. All the warriors, for the most part, are on land. Uh, so... They're they're giving up pretty good. Like they're taking people down left and right. They're the samurai guy is able to just like fling grenades around without exploding them. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. And you know it looks like they've got Zeno's forces on on the ropes here. Um, meanwhile, up in the air, they manage to uh, bring down Stanley's plane, and uh, it crash lands onto the onto the island. Uh, 
Senku and uh, and Ryusui go down to go uh, check it out and you know finish the job, I guess. And uh, they find out that uh, Stanley is not in the plane. It's actually this random girl that looks almost exactly like him. Yeah. Sure, but then where is Stanley actually? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's when we cut back to the Perseus. Uh, and out of the submarine shoots a man. He just like comes out, lands directly on the fucking um on the ship and just shoots the shit out of the samurai dude uh it's kind of it's kind of yeah, wild. Yeah. i mean he doesn't kill him he does, I, I thought don't think so anyway. i thought he shot him multiple times but he did just wound him in the in the shoulder because it looks like multiple shots like if you look closer but uh yeah oh yeah it, there were multiple shots it's just one seemed to hit him the others mm. like destroyed his sword um Mozu tries to make his move, but he also gets shot up real quick. Uh, yeah, it is an AR. From, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I think it's a submachine gun, actually. Whatever. Um, Whatever he did. You ain't beating that, bro. I don't yeah. care how strong you do. It looks you like are. Uh, a handgun mi- like mixed with a Tommy gun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 submachine gun. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, haha, it's done. The enemy combatants have been subdued. But uh, and Zeno's like, yes, my most elegant checkmate, my ultimate mm. knight. And Senku's Easy. like, Easy. Senku's like, ultimate knight, huh? You think that's checkmate? Right back at you. And the chapter ends with a really satisfying two-page spread, honestly. Yeah. With uh, Sukishima just coming through. His blade is like right here. <laughs> and Zeno's face, face. Zeno's face is like oh, shit. <laughs> Ow. Um. Yeah, burst from underground, nigga. But yeah. uh, uh, I'll say this: uh, I I didn't pick an RGC last last time because I was saving it for certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. I don't believe it. For the first time, I think I the think Doctor Stone's won one. This was crazy. I mean, like, here's the thing: like, we we usually don't have a lot to say about Doctor Stone. We if you've listened to us talk about like it in the tier episode, it's kind of like a. Kobini came back. Are you kidding me? I mean, it was close. I'll tell you this. Uh... Here's the thing: is that like I was reading a Doctor Stone chapter, like oh, this is pretty standard for Doctor Stone, and then when Stanley got on the ship, that's when I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> you know, like oh shit, man, like it's looking bad. Yeah, that was like He's shooting them up. That was a real like push. It was like a surprising cool thing to me. I really appreciated yeah. like that effort it's like a nice little surprise uh dr stone can win one every now and then i think it deserves sure. it <laughs> but uh yeah that was my favorite chapter of the week honestly um but very fun boichi does his thing boichi drew the artist for dr stone his name is boichi he drew like a 50 something page first chapter spinoff of one piece uh talking oh, about, i didn't read that yet man yeah it's not out here but uh it's Oh, and I'm like, how do you find the time? Like his art is very detailed, so he's he finds the time. He d- he's a lot like the fairy tale artist where they seem to be working on like seven manga at once. Jeez, but uh, yeah, he he drew like a very with color pages and everything. That chapter has color pages. It's really crazy color, and it's about like Ace's backstory, like his I guess how he found his crew and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I hope it comes here. 
Uh, I would love to read that. Yes, yeah, there's no way it has to, man. Yeah, I'd love to. to read that. But uh, Doctor Stone was awesome. Uh, took me by surprise this week. The dark horse of the week, I think. Um, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Um, but uh, do you want to say anything before uh, we head off? Nah. Um, this was one hell of a week, man. We needed another fucking episode. To yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, this was uh, like such a strange. That's funny. This is a big week. And on top of that, we had like a lot of things going on. So uh, this was a very special week, honestly. I won't forget this one. This was like uh, one of the challenge weeks, you know, but we, we got it through. Very happy about it. Uh, and hopefully things settle down and become less stressful when I move. But uh, until then, that has been Dr. Stone and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the second time in one week. Uh, my uh, my psyche is going to have a real field day with the numbering of this episode, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. You can find me at the Chris Espinal at JD Cole underscore 37. Follow Brian at B.ESP. Uh, ask him what the fuck for us. <laughs> just, t- just tweet him overwhelmingly. Just be like, what the fuck? But uh, in that case, follow the show itself at New Jump City, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow Drum Fu. He made our theme song. I keep forgetting. I haven't plugged him in the last two episodes. Sorry about that, bro. Uh, email, us at, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any feedback. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be super duper helpful. And uh, th- yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys so much. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out.